I'm sure if you look back, there are times when you thought, I wish I'd known that years ago. Some will say these experiences are character building, but I don't agree. My flippant response would be, I've got enough character already, thank you. The problem is, such light bulb moments are the learning opportunities. They are a collection of aha moments which inform our understanding so we can improve, be better, succeed, or insert whatever your goal is here. I'm fascinated by such moments. So much so, it's the title of my newsletter, but you already knew that. The sole purpose of this newsletter is to pass on knowledge. Knowledge should be shared, not kept to oneself. That's why I want to share something obvious today. You may already know what I'm about to tell you. If this turns out to be true, stop reading, grab a cup of tea, go and enjoy the sunshine. Oh, and forward this email to someone who would benefit from it. I have made a huge assumption it's sunny where you are, but give me that creative license as an optimist. What is this obvious nugget of knowledge? The answer? Your sole job is to make your boss look good. Yep, that's right. Your success is predicated on your boss succeeding. I know it's blindingly obvious, but it's the truth. Let me be clear. This is not about sucking up or being a kiss-ass. That is not the point. I'm probably going to offend here, but the only people who do that are those who are low performers. They need to use subversive tactics to get in their boss's good graces. It is a fallacy and usually ends in tears. Anyhow, I digress. The purpose is to deliver on what your boss has asked, thereby allowing him or her to pass on good news to his boss or peers, if they're in the C-suite. It is not your job to block or defy their asks, but to deliver and deliver well. It really is that simple. You may not always agree with or understand their motivation, but that is normal. It's often referred to as creative abrasion, but that's a conversation for another day. If you do disagree, do so privately then publicly get behind them. The art is catering to your boss's needs as priority number one. How do you make your boss look good? Number one, preempt what they ask for. I call this the Blue Peter moment. For anyone who doesn't recognise this reference, just Google it. Suffice it to say, they had a catchphrase which said, here's one I prepared earlier. The skill is to have preempted what you will be asked, have worked on it already, and when asked, present a document with the answer or at least an answer. This shows you can put yourself in their shoes and know what is important. This is managing upwards. It is the single best skill to learn. Number two, drip feed in advance. Linked closely with number one, this has served me very well over the years. Your boss is likely to be time and attention poor. Put another way, very busy. This means they don't have the time to go through everything you send them. This is accentuated if you have a habit of sending long, waffly emails or text-rich documents. Pet hate here. Please, please, please stop sending long emails. Nobody reads them. Better to send short, sharp and straight-to-the-point messages if you want a response. To make your boss look good, drip-feed things you've been working on in advance. If you know that your boss is under the cosh but there is an important meeting happening in a few weeks, send over some thoughts in advance. Sending over Teams works well, as allows your boss to read it at their convenience. The idea is to give them a resource that, if needed, they can lean on without you being there. Of course, he or she will know it's from you, but you will have effectively saved their bacon. This is a very good thing. You've just made them look good, but don't spam them. This undoes all the good work. Be concise. Be selective. Get this right and it shows you could step into their shoes if the opportunity arises. Number three. 
Don't let them get blindsided. There is nothing worse than being blindsided. That moment when someone bollocks you or dumps something on you without warning. It used to be at the water cooler, but since we all work all over the place, it's more likely to be over email or Teams. If this happens to your boss, and you A. knew about it, and B. didn't tell them, then you are at fault. Chances are you'll end up in the shit too. This is where trust comes in. My approach is to give my teams good leeway on the proviso they tell me if something is about to go wrong. I can accept mistakes and will always publicly defend my teams. I don't accept being blindsided. There is no excuse for not giving a warning. The purpose of making your boss look good is not to brown nose. It's about having their back, being their eyes and ears, becoming a trusted advisor. Your boss can't be everywhere all at once, unlike Michelle Yeo. If you can make his or her life easier and in turn make them look good, you look good. This helps with succession planning big time. And that's when the promotions happen. Have a good Sunday. See you next week. Cheers.